Scott in the studio. What's good? We got Pharaoh on the phone. I think was popping. Amen. Um, Estot, I actually just because we were playing that that music, our our theme song by Pharrell. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's it's so clutch. Like I always listen to it. And granted, that was what that was made back in what two thousand. Oh, like two thousand five, two thousand four. Yeah, between that two thousand five, two thousand two thousand five time frame when music, in my opinion, was the best fucking thing. And um, yeah, I just it's still I was just getting lost lost in the song. Yeah, that that song gets me hyped for the podcast. Yeah. Like when that comes on, I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, let's yeah. get into some debates. Let's 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 do let's this. Do shit. this. God damn, it's a new day. Yes, God damn, it's a new day. Yeah, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, we gotta congratulate. I want. I wish that we had some claps right now. We gotta congratulate Pharaoh on the new uh, on the new position on the new job. You know. Yeah, I still have a new job. My other friend said this to me recently. He was like, it's like your 12th job, bro. I'm like, yeah, I go where the money's at. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And you just, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Just find, you're, just finding, uh, you're just finding yourself, you know, finding out what what is good for you, what feels good to you, where you're comfortable at. Who's going to pay me the most? I was <laughs> just about to out. say. He's finding was, them checks. That's what you're finding. <laughs> I was going to do a, a Khaled drop, another one, or, or find the bag, get, get the bag. <laughs> You know, that's that's what uh, <clears throat> that's what Farrell is actually saying. So, I mean, talking about getting the bag. Actually, I don't know if I want to relate Trump to getting a bag. <laughs> that's a hard, or, hard. That's a very a hard. hard right on that one. Where where was yeah, that going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to think <laughs> hard right turn. That was a hard right turn. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to I, I was trying to flow it, but it's all right. It's the beginning. We're just getting comfortable, and then once we flow in, those lead ins are about to be flawless. Like y'all know, y'all know how I can do, but. Um, Trump train wreck, you know, it's a different world right now. It's a different world because we were just speaking about this and, uh, it's a different world when we're over here talking about North Korea and possibly going to go meet them. Like this is what we do now. And the train's not that wrecked up. Huh? I mean, it's true. I mean, it's, but, and that's, that's one thing though, Farrah, I remember we were just talking about this, so that's why I wanted to lead into it because it was fresh. But um, can you go ahead and just tell the listeners, the audience again, like your standpoint on that? Because you were just mentioning, um, you know, about the significance of this, so, you know? Yeah, so this is, this is massive. You know what I'm saying? How many presidents have been arguing with North Korea leaders? A lot since they, since we ended the war. Uh North Korea has not only agreed to talks, they've agreed to the potential of denuclearization just to have the talks. Uh, the United States got them to agree to make no more missile testing, no more nuclear tests, and don't say anything bad about the USA until we have these talks. Uh, Kim Jong-un has put peace treaty. He wants to sign a peace treaty with Trump. Um, this is significant. This is a country who four or five months ago some guy in Hawaii released an emergency test that launched a missile. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's a country Hawaii, who's yeah. been increasingly threatened to hit our West Coast cities. Uh, and I kind of compared this to Obama's Cuba thing and then saying that this is way more important than what Obama did with Cuba because we weren't actively aggressive towards Cuba. We just didn't talk. We were like two mean girls in the school who just stopped talking to I each mean, other. I mean, the embargo. But we shit next to each other in class. <laughs> the, the embargo that we had on Cuba, you know? That's pretty much what that was. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. This is taking an enemy who could potentially do damage to our people and making them not an enemy anymore. That's mm. pretty major. Mm. I think this kind of situation is fraught with um, 
it's fraught with danger in a certain way, just because like you don't know exactly what Kim Jong Un is is doing. Because if he doesn't agree to actually denuclearize his program, then we really don't get much from him. I mean, everybody can say they're nice and they're they're making nice with each other, but if he still has nuclear missiles aimed at anybody, we really didn't secure what we wanted, which was for them to get rid of the nukes. Um, well, I, I mean. I don't know. I would also say, like, um, with in regards to Trump, I don't know. Um, I don't know exactly. I don't know. I don't know if he's like the right person or he's going to be able to kind of knock this all out. Like, maybe he does. Or maybe. Oh no. What I want to say about Trump is, I think that part of the reason he was able to get this done is because he speaks to dictators on their level. He behaves like a dictator. He knows how to be a wolf. So when he's talking to them, he knows how to talk. talk talk tough to them and make them come to the table because nobody else was able to do that and i will give him credit for that i mean but did he so he I mean, was that talking tough when he's when he's over here talking uh like i would say i was more I, spicy and reckless i don't know if that's if i mean that's tough it was it was reckless DJ, but it was like dj it was tough remember when they had that back and forth about whose button was bigger and then kim jong-un stepped down like yeah. we're like okay we're gonna stop yeah like yeah. that's real this is a country who all they ever did was bad mouth back at presidents and now you have the president like oh i actually blow you the fuck up yeah. that changed <laughs> kim jong-un's whole mind and ever since then he's been a different kind of Yo, dictator no lie he spent the delegate out like he really changed after that he was no, like oh let me stop fucking no lie like, i'm wondering if that he's like ooh, like you know that that, that one it's, it's gonna be really fucked up but you know that one that one guy who's that that girl like smacks him he's like oh okay i like that like nah like kim jong-un like over here like oh you talking back to me like oh i like that all right you talking <laughs> spicy you in my you in my realm but um before we actually go we actually got our guest came in our boy john uh what's going on brother go yes, ahead sir. speak yes, into the sir. mic pull up closer yes sir yeah good night everybody good yeah night. yeah so which is which my is pleasure. so so interesting um that Spence and I, we were over at what's this? What's Hyacinth. this bar? Hyacinth, yeah, right here um, on Adam Clayton. Um, right. And I don't know what was that conversation that we were having. It was some it was, interesting conversation. It was where social, political, gender no. based. Yeah, just like so much going on. So be, just because of that, just because of that, and of course, me and Estot were sitting there, and we were, of course, were just listening. We just came in, just about to come here. And we're just listening. And I'm like, I think we need to have this guy on. So then, of course, we just exchanged information. Yeah. And then we were able to finally get you know things together and then yeah. he's able to come here. Because I feel like you have that mindset that all of us have. And I'm just glad to yeah. offer like a different perspective on things. Right, right. I was just, you know, I, I was happy that you guys, the light bulb went off for me and said, listen, someone understands what I'm saying. Yeah, right yeah. Because, you know, I was there with my girlfriend. Yeah. A few of her friends were there. A few uh, other males were there. And, and it, it was wasn't just, a popular opinion. It, it wasn't a popular opinion. <laughs> I feel like there was another guy who was there who kind of believed in what I was saying because he may have experienced it. Mm. But he was too scared of the uh, population of women that were at the table. I mean, that's <laughs> another that thing. Time. We have black women here. I just want to let y'all know well, that this was well, all well, black well, women. Well, and these, and these, are, these are strong, strong black women. Black women. These Thank are, these you. are bankers and lawyers. Not that that makes it different, but they're like, you know, these are educated women yes. who are strong yeah. in their opinion. Mm. And it was like, it was tough. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't, God, I couldn't even tell you like verbatim what was said, but I just remember like the shock value. And I'm like, all right, we need to have this brother <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. We need to have this brother on. What, what, yeah. was the, uh, what was the conversation about? I'm trying um, to remember. You know, I, I've been through so many conversations. Yeah, with them. I just, you know, was like this uh, was a few months. This, back. this is like yeah. normal back and forth that we do. Like not just that. Same it was a certain topic, word you were using to describe women as being like, 
I don't want to use the word noble, but it was like something where it was like uh, it was some I forget. It's but, right. I don't remember. Yeah, it was so like I'm a specific just, word, and you were yeah, like yeah, trying so, to describe them as that, and they're like, oh, like you can't describe them or something like that. But um, more like the home, the home, the home, uh, home woman, like the housewife. Is it, it something like that? No, I don't, I, could, no I don't think no. I was referring to Ms. Dat. Okay. Uh, That's why I said I, I, I couldn't yeah. even tell you what it but was. But you know what the thing about it was? But it was a thought-provoking uh, a doc- discussion, not argument, discussion. Yeah. And it was good. And I was like, And yeah. I wish I could remember. I, could, I, I could, wish I could I wish remember. I could remember exactly what it was. So I could yeah. pull, pull you in on it right yeah. now so you, since you weren't there. Yeah. But it's like I have these conversations with them often. No, and that's I have cool, to, cool. I have to we be, can like, calculate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could talk, talk about them. it, you know, off. I just was right. trying to bring the listeners in. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, like, right. as that's, a listener, yeah, I'm kind of like, wait, what the fuck are right. you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why I was like, I wish that I could remember what it was verbatim, yeah. what we were saying, yeah. but I just cannot. This was a few months back, but just you because know, it was thought Actually, you know what I think it was about? A part, part of the conversation was there was a particular uh, woman who was there that, that evening, you know, and she's... Uh, a woman of uh, of means, yeah. You know, she's yeah. she's like a Columbia grad. She's a, a, a corporate lawyer. Okay. You know, she makes, you know, bank. She makes yeah. bank. Yeah. And and you know, she had a, a thing where you know sometimes it's difficult for her to meet guys who she would you know deem that that part of her social circle. Exactly. Exactly. So she had used the term social circle, and I was saying, well, what, what is it about men in your social circle that yeah. is, is striking, you know, as a difficult thing for you to okay. interact? Okay. And, you know, it kind of went from, to me, it went from being a social circle to being an economic equivalent, mm. right? Because I'm like, well, you know, social circle is people who... Because there's not going to be guys that match up. Frequent, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then we went to the conversation talking about how, you know, why there are more women okay. of, of color yeah, in okay. this field, so yeah. it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But then the conversation then went into, well, what is enough... Mm. Economical yeah, power like, that a exactly. man can have mm-hmm. to be suitable for you. Mm. So the conversation kind of went in that direction. Okay, and you know she was standing firm on the you know social circle topic, and I'm like, okay, let's talk about social circle. And then I, I went to try that. to give her an analogy. So because you know I went to the can't find black yep. men yep. who do this. I said, okay. Yeah, and I can then, already. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. You know, you I know we're going. You know, yeah. We're going. Uh, we can talk about. Yeah, we we'll go back. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Go back. Yeah. we'll get back. Yeah. We'll get back to the. We'll go. Back we'll, to the you but know. you can see though. You can see where this was going. Like, yeah, yeah. So that'd be a good, like, reasonably woke or like something like that that we go into when we have one of those segments. I, I mean, and we like kind of are going like the 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 uh, deep dive of reasonably woke. Yeah, that yeah. We're gonna be doing, and I'm glad that he was mentioned that because I was like, hey, we about to talk about that, you know, later on. So that's good. But y'all can see where that. Yeah, that's kind of like exactly. Y'all can see where that was. S dot myself walked in on that, and we're just like, all right, this is good. So, but um, to go back exactly what we were talking about with uh, Kim Jong Un, um, have you? And then John, let me know. Actually, before, are you are you okay with libation? Do you, would you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I didn't know if I should bring some whiskey or some cigars. I, I said, you know, well, no, we well, we have some. S dot, do you mind making one of your famous? All Moscow of those meals? are acceptable. Yeah, all of those are acceptable. Yeah, okay, um, so we'll take anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want to walk in the door my first time here. Yeah. And like, ah, uh, this guy is good. You did the good thing. 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 But um, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Si, if you, you um, if we can just fix him a, a Moscow yeah, yeah. meal real quick. Oh, that's that's, that's my yeah. go-to, man. Hey, and he see this is our this is our connoisseur right here. Yeah, S dot yeah, is yeah. our cigar connoisseur. I I, I kind of figured some yes. Moscow mules would be in yeah, there. Yeah, Moscow mules. He does mule, everything. I saw the mule cups, you know. So I said, okay. Courtesy, courtesy of of Ty right here. Uh, Ty, this good, is the CEO good, of of, of this amazing studio. Yes, yes. So, um, 
um, Farrell, one more time, if we can go back into that Kim Jong-un. So you're saying that this is, a, in your standpoint, not, not to say, because for me, I'm thinking Kim Jong-un, North Korea, um, you know, unstabilized place, dictator, all of that stuff, like where you have Look, people who are trying to leave their country, you know, and they're getting killed just by trying to leave, like, you know? Yeah. Look, as a historian, they're always going to be brutal tyrants. But you never are upset about where peace comes from. Um, and any time two nations can agree to stop being at odds with each other, that's better for the world. Um, I know someone had mentioned, well, if we get him to stop turning his nukes at us, but we don't take the nukes away, he still has nukes. All right, but we've made that deal with a lot of countries in the Middle East. That's kind of how we got to this point of peace. Countries agreeing not to bomb each other in the hopes of pursuing trade or pursuing some common enterprise. I think there's a lot of opportunity for us, especially now uh, that China is becoming a bigger player in that part of the, the world, especially their army and navy. And we can make nice with North Korea. We have a little bit more to offer them. In many ways than China does. I can feel. I feel you. Okay, so I, yeah, I do. I um, see your standpoint. I see your standpoint. I'm. I'm coming from possibly the the little scared fucking. I don't know. American talking about. Um, you know, North Korea and whatever the case is, and it's this thing that this this bad thing. But so just we'll just talk about the communication and kind of how this all went went about. Just in case our listeners have not, you know, actually been following this. So Trump just randomly on Twitter, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um just agrees on Twitter that he's going to be doing uh, that. He's going to, he wants to talk to um, North Korea, but then Sarah Huckabee Sanders, right? That's not like she came back like during the press conference. It was like, nah, we're re-. like, you know, in that political sense, like that political jargon, like, uh, well, anything is open, but, but for the most part, she was like, we're not going to be talking to uh, North Korea until we have an agreement that they're going to start to, you know, take down their nuclear program. Yeah, mainly because usually when you have these talks, you usually have certain preconditions because that's what everybody killed Obama for when he first came into office. He said, oh, yeah, I would talk to Iran. I would talk to some of these countries without preconditions. And everybody's like, oh, my God, that's the worst thing you could ever do. Mm. So when North Korea reached out and they're like, oh, we're talking, he's like, oh, yeah, I just go over there and talk and have the conversation about preconditions. People ask those same kind of questions. And yeah. Sarah Huckabee was like... Um, no, I'm not saying whether it's that's like not a- what happened, though. That's that's a misreport of the news. That's not what happened. North Korea put the offer up with denuclearization. They told the South Korean officials that they're willing to offer denuclearization in order to talk to the United States. And this just we wouldn't even nowhere? be this far if that wasn't one of the original precepts of meeting. And that just came out of nowhere. Like he just like this wasn't because Trump. No, no. But what I say before, after Kim Jong-un and Trump had that little standoff about whose button is bigger and Trump showed that he blow the (laughs) fuck out of that peninsula. (laughs) Kim Jong-un has drastically changed his tone since that moment. He sent a delegation to South Korea. He started talking about a more unified peninsula like that moment has actually changed the politics of like it's happening. Mm. Change happens. You can scare people into submission. Yeah, but what I meant by preconditions is not like you would say that you would do something, but more like some kind of action, right? Like, okay, we will shut down the reactors or we, we, we're taking these things off the table before we even meet because people believe that having that conversation. But they did. They're not going to make any, they're not going to do any tests. No, they're not, not going to do any more nuclear testing and Mott's not going to launch any missiles and they're not going to say anything bad about the United States. 
Yeah, That's I mean, big. Anyone in the world's upset with Korea because they're always blowing stuff up. All right, so just bring me up to speed. So basically, because I'm I, just from it's just right. to confirm, no, I'm, I'm one of those listeners that's under a rock. I don't know what's it's going right. on politically. Right. Uh, y'all, my news. <laughs> so y'all's basically saying that Kim Jong, like Trump, basically Trump was like, "Look, nigga, I'll bomb you back." <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And 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 what like just by him saying it, or did he do something to? Nah, he just said he it tweeted it. Yeah, he said, uh, and he sent he sent a couple of navy vessels over there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Called, so yeah. so I I think what he's basically I think I think what Kim Jong Un from my standpoint is like we have already seen that Donald has no like no filter he has no reins mm-hmm. so he feels that mm-hmm. at this point somebody will will bite down. So all right, I just want yeah, to, yeah. to get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so go ahead, John. That's exactly you, what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. He's like, this is not like the other presidents. He just mouthed off. <laughs> <laughs> this guy might actually be in the dynasty. <laughs> uh, so I was going to ask John, are you familiar with uh, Kim, this whole... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm familiar with some of it. But what's I, your, yeah, what's I, your take I actually, on it? Uh, I actually agree with uh, Farrell. Yeah. I actually agree with Farrell pretty much. I think it's to the point where now he realizes, like, okay, Trump is this guy who's just mm. uncanny. Yep. You know, he feels in his mind that if he has a chance to do something that has to do with militarization yeah. or a, a military victory yep. but in, during his presidency, he will take advantage of that. I mean... He'll take advantage of that. Yeah. And it's kind of like, like like you said earlier, you know, push your button and push mine right back. Yeah. And it's one thing if you have a president who is presidential... Which and Trump is po- definitely and, and not. Political, <laughs> and savvy, yeah. and intelligent. Obama, right? You know, I would say dropping those words. I say yep, the, exactly. the old word. Yep. But um, when you have a guy like Trump, it's kind of like you just don't know where it can go. Mm. And I think he really, I think he really realizes that. Yeah, because I mean. Even when um, Trump threatened to, you know, of course, and he, you know, brought, uh, um, you know, actual action into that. But when he said that, didn't Kim Jong Un, you know, move some sort of like, didn't he like move his missiles like that and pointed towards the United States? Or was that in um, in turn because or did Trump do that because um, Kim Jong Un like pointed the missiles like towards the United States. So, so North Korea released a report saying that they finally had the capabilities of hitting the United States. That's how this all started. Yes. Before yeah. in the last few years, no one was really concerned about North Korea's news because no one <laughs> could think they could be intercontinental. Mm. But North Korea has put a lot of research into their nukes lately, and they do send people overseas to school. It's not like they're an isolationist country. They interact with other countries who have pretty well set up education systems so it's not like they're a dumb nation um so they have drastically improved their ability to hit the continental usa but when they released that document that kind of started a weird back and forth between kim jong-un and the president which brought us to the moment we're at now what you forget is that before this moment kim jong-un was always testing weapons and throwing the whole world in array because they never knew what was going on they only knew about the seismic activity or like a satellite picture. So that's very scary for the whole international community to find out someone's testing nukes because of seismic activity and the flashes on on the um, on a satellite picture. Mm. So it changed the dynamics of things. It's very it's real for Kim Jong Un to say I'm not going to test nuclear weapons and I'm not going. That's a real statement. But, and I just that relieves like, stress. 
but I just want to say that, like, so their citizens are not dumb, but let's not let's not get this confused that that shit is not voluntary. Like North Korea, they have everybody under a fucking like he's the puppet master. They and I actually saw this on Viceland. They have workers. They send people to like China like for two or three years right send them in these mm-hmm. corporations like Russia would set up or something of that nature send their citizens to them to these countries work like 20 hour days and of course you know slave labor slave labor like and and they only they don't get anything they they may get they may get like five like five dollars or some shit like that they may get like five dollars or ten dollars fifteen dollars to themselves but they have to send that money Back to North Korea, but not to their family, not like Jamaicans, like because yeah, yeah, not like not like my Caribbean people do. Like we send it back home, they come to United States, make money or whatever, send it back home. That shit is going right back to right. It's not even infrastructure. North Korea is a military fucking state, so they're not. No, it's a monarchy. You guys are so used to living in a republic and a democracy that you forget Kim Jong Un's government. That is how human beings naturally make government. The way he's running his country, that's how countries were run for the majority of our human history. This version of democracy and republics is new. We're experimenting with it again. But you forget, we didn't experiment with democracy for a long time after Rome fell. And then there's a huge gap between the fall of the Greek Greek city-states before Rome. Democracy has these little spurts. Monarchy is the norm of human leadership. People doing what they want for their king and being committed to the to the, the nation that they come from, that's normal. Is it different than yours? Yes. But I think we have to stop as Americans putting everybody into the same box as us. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's normal to enslave and starve your, your country to death. But um, I mean, even if it is, I mean, it's not a it's, it's not a good yeah. thing. Yeah, we, we, hold we, on, we hold consider on. it normal now. But I, I don't know. I mean, like... I, you're, Hold you're, on. The, the enslavement, the enslavement, slavery was a natural part of human governments for the longest time. We didn't, we just ended slavery in modern terms, in modern human history. I mean, but before the happened. last 200 yeah, years, yeah, everyone did it. Living you know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, I want to keep things in context. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I know we black, so we take slavery very personal, <laughs> but in the context of world history, this shit was a business. It was yeah, what people did, it was I, the I, norm. Of human civilization. Yeah, I think you're point. describing it if we're looking at the timeline yeah. of how governments have been run. Yeah. You know, from thousands of years ago to. But I mean, now. we still have, just like we say, there's still slave, right. slavery. Like, right. in, what was it, Libya? Yeah, Libya had. And, and hold on. And China, China just voted to have a president for life. Like, they removed term limits. So another democracy is moving towards monotheism because that is the norm of all republics and democracy is that over time, they become just another kind of form of monarchy. But I just want to... I just want... I, it's, it's, the, I it's, it's the structure. I agree, yeah. I agree with that. We're not going to call that normal now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're elevated... Like, and I don't think that was like... Honestly, to tell you the truth, like, China is... I, I want to almost say that they're like North Korea where that choice regarding, like, the vote... Yeah, people had to vote and most... Most likely there were some, but I actually feel like this was like a coerced, you know, uh, uh, well, thing, so to China, speak. And that's just me. That's just my opinion. China, China's a no, one party. Right. China is a one party yeah, system. DJ, yeah. Like, it's, that's what the, they the are. The same guy is the leader of the Communist Party. Yeah. Do you know, like, uh, just a, a fun fact. China actually doesn't have a, a military. 
the communist party does has a military which is very different thing so like if you would come up from a rival party they can just send their personal army at you because it's not the 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 army of china so just but talking about and of course we're talking about but that's not odd given china's history though because china was used to be run by more isolated landlords who had their own militaries even the structure of china coming now kind of getting away from the western world and getting more control they're kind of just going back to the way they used to do things before the British came over with the opium. So actually, so talking about... Farrell's a history major, isn't he? he? Yeah, yeah, that's why, John, I'm <laughs> glad that you're here. Yeah, because this is, like, everybody, like, ha- like he's a historian. We got This is our marketer type of thing. I kind of do the ratchetness plus uh-huh. whatever the case is. Like, I can... But this is, this is the thing. Like, I, needed, I needed my parts. Like, I knew where I was weak right. and I needed I needed my <laughs> yeah, strength. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, like, we, you know, that's, that's the biggest the thing. The balance is there. There you go. So the biggest thing, so I remember when um so fair was just mentioned like you know uh people importing things let's go ahead and talk about this trade war that's going on right now <laughs> right so All these the, tariffs now these tariffs <laughs> right now so and, and that's another thing Jay, you're gonna hear fair because Farrell has that same sort like a different like thought process on this trade war but Farrell, i mean actually Estot, go ahead what you think in regards to your yeah. opinion <laughs> start with yeah we'll start with Estot first and this, is, this, may, this may get a little a little lengthy but we're going to try to keep it. We're going to try to keep it down. And, and we have John here. And we have yeah, John here. So, so, and he has some opinions. So, this, so, so go ahead. We're going to go with S-Dot first. And we're going to see what happens here. Um, so, I mean, you know, just to kind of make, I guess, the, the background description short and sweet. Um, Trump decided that he wants to put tariffs on aluminum and, and steel, I believe. Yep, yep, so yep. He's, he's putting on these tariffs because um, he believes that what they're going to do is they're going to protect American jobs and bring back uh, American manufacturing. The excuse that he's actually using is that us not producing as much steel as we need is detrimental to our military effectiveness. Therefore, these tariffs are necessary in order for us to prop up that industry and be able to um, have military strength. Uh, my personal opinion is that this is a totally ridiculous idea. Anytime you do something like this, two things happen. The first thing that happens is other countries retaliate. So they start putting tariffs on our goods, and they may not put them on steel and aluminum, but they're putting right. it on things that we actually do export. And in addition to that, it's really not going to bring back jobs to the United States. What it's only going to do is make these products more expensive because a lot of these industries, since they are so expensive to run in the United States, they modernize and they make everything mechanical. Mm. So really what it's going to do is going to Shane, a lot of the profit to the thank you because i was just gonna say so what what's the reaction what what's the result of that happening of of um robotics coming into people are gonna lose their jobs and then can we say which particular people are gonna start losing their jobs oh trump voters thank you midwest (laughs) people in pennsylvania and the rust belt and can we say can we and and just for our listeners some may be republican or or or, or not those (laughs) are the ones who voted for his ass so yes. now you voted for him because you thought that he was going to, quote unquote, bring jobs back right. to the United States. Right. And of course, you thought that because he's a CEO or whatever the case may be, this guy who inherited a million dollars. Yes, I'm going to give it to him. He did. He did flip that money. Right. Well, but um, actually, in regards to the terms, I will say I will say this. I will say this in regards to his money. Yeah. If you look at how much money he inherited and how much money he made, he would have made the same amount if he took that money and put it into the S and P five hundred and let it sit. And just let it sit. Oh, also interest. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he's only made maybe like ten percent a year. Like he he just hasn't lost his money. But all mm. of that activity, everything like that, literally, he could have put it in the S and P five hundred, yeah. let it sit there, and earned his interest, John, and he would have made and, the same amount of money. And, yeah. and there's a big misconception mm. as to how much money he actually had 
during At all that these time. years okay. before he even became you know president. Okay, okay. You know he. He put his name, and I guess you guys, you guys may or may not know. I'm assuming you guys may know. Mm. A lot of those uh, realty projects that you see Trump attached to yeah. are not projects that he was, you know, made some lucrative profit off of from uh, investing in development. That's just him oh. leasing his name to Ow. a lot of these people. Did you guys see that his um, his hotel was just kicked out of um, right. probably a foreign country? Thank you. It was another foreign country yeah. that, and he. So that's the thing. So his name, as as John said, he leases his, his name. He leases his name to the to these places, and then they they realize that his name wasn't bringing anything. So and they were actually losing money. So they right. just took his name right. down off of a hotel. And yeah. he also leased his name, um, I believe, to a park or there's some type of like the name Trump is like. Is it that golf course that's over it's there? Something oh, here in Central Park. That's what I'm thinking. If you yeah. come across, like, uh, yeah. If you fly in into uh, Laguardia, Laguardia, you can see it. Yeah, and when you come over, yeah, when you come over the um, the uh, the Triborough or something. Or like he, he, I think he owns the name Central Park or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, because it says. Trump, Trump gateways or Trump, Trump links or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, whatever it may be. So I mean, yeah, but fair. I want to go ahead and hear your standpoint on this. Now that this is where, right? This is where we throw we throw that meat into into that cage, <laughs> and we start to see. Yeah. So fair. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, S dot makes a very valid point, and oh, I can't yeah. really disagree with his point. Okay. I can only present this argument in the context of your nation versus the world. And more so, I'll change from becoming a country that produces goods to being a company, a country that only really buys goods. Okay. Do we get screwed when it comes to importing steel as opposed to American companies buying American steel? Hell yes. We export way less steel than we import steel. Is that a big high commodity? Yes, it is. But here's the other thing. The world has more to lose from a trade war than the United States does. How do you know this? China's foreign minister said we're not going to do anything to agitate or instigate a trade war with the United States as it would be disastrous for us. Why? Because Americans buy most of the people's shit around the world. Yeah. Yeah, because I so um I just jotted down some but figures. But that's also a part of that uh nafta agreement the free trade agreement it doesn't always work out for every country and these things haven't worked out for america and are we not saying white men are we not in hmm? nafta we're not in nafta anymore right well i think he's oh we're still in NAFTA. He pulled out oh, we are, no we're uh, still in nafta i think we're still in the North, okay. he didn't pull out yet no. yeah we're still in nafta he pulled out of the paris climate change that's the, the only yeah, thing the, i know he's oh, pulled yeah, out the of climate yet. change yeah, yeah. The climate change yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but he hasn't pulled out of that i think yeah. they're, they're trying to negotiate something but even still, these international trade deals—they've been kind of disastrous for the American middle class. That's a—that's almost a fact. Yeah. So and they, it's yeah. not the only reason. You can say technology and all that, but as the more and more we become a country that buys goods and doesn't produce actual things to sell, that's a deficit. Yeah, and so I just jotted to, down, the world has to buy something from us. Yeah, I just besides selling us all numbers. their shit. I jotted down some numbers. So apparently, um, the United States we import about thirty million tons. Um, I think be of either it's um, between aluminum um, and steel. Uh, we make about seventy million tons, and we export about 12 million, 12, oh, 20 million tons. So it's just that. Um, so our biggest um, U.S. steel suppliers, so to speak, are Canada, Brazil, Japan, Mexico. But um, the top U.S. aluminum suppliers are Canada, Russia, UAE, China. Um, so I mean. Yeah, this is. I mean, but and the effect I, that I, this is gonna have is like not even jobs wise, right? 
like the uh, the industries that this is going to that this is going to affect. You know, that just, then affect that then trickle down. You know, that then affect. So this whole trickle down, whatever Republican shit, it's like trickle down to, to fuck us up, and, and, and you know, in the long run, the middle class. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. As an American, if I offered you a TV built in America, all the qualities for a hundred dollars more than I could give you a Japanese or Korean TV, would you take the American TV or the Japanese? Well, we TV? already know because we do this now. So I'll take the cheaper. <laughs> Just answer the question. Yeah. Just answer the question. Exactly, the cheaper. Just of the answer two. the question. Cheaper of the two. I'll take. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, in doing that, everyone's doing that. Where's America making money? We make money selling the TVs. Mm. I, I think that you have to. I think that it's a lot more complicated than people think. And but we I didn't think, produce the TVs. All we did was make money off the tax sold on the TV. Right. The but, TV wasn't produced in America, and, and, and so the money didn't really make jobs. It made a retail job. Right. But what yeah. if you bought it online? They make a retail shit. Huh. And that's that's the issue that I think that re- really gets down to the heart of it because you're 100 percent right that these trade deals do gut lower class working class americans because the fact of the matter is that they made a lot of their money manufacturing and those jobs aren't there but if you look at america as a whole where we make a lot of our money is on services so when you make that japanese tv the way america makes money is we buy that tv from you for 50 bucks and we sell it somewhere else for 100 bucks we make the money off of that profit we make a lot of money on service that's what we're based on on service so service and and what happens is but in the entire human history hold on one second hold on one second So um, the problem happens is that with America, all that money shoots up to the top. So the reason why there's rising inequality in America is because all that money is actually going to the top 1%. So it goes to people like Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon. Mm, It doesn't go to the actual workers because the workers are in China and they're making, they're manufacturing that money. So in reality, like 100%, you're you're 100% right, Pharaoh, in that these trade agreements do kill a lot of middle class jobs, but I just don't think that adding tariffs is going to help that in any way. In any way, it may just exacerbate the problem. Yeah. Of course, you can see it with well, our stock well, market. Well, that's the problem. As soon as Trump said this, look at the reaction from other countries. The stock market. We don't want to do anything to make plummeted. this worse. Yeah. What, what does that mean? That means America, they know they're doing something wrong. <laughs> China knows it's taking advantage of us. They know. That's why they don't want to make this better. These countries are fully aware that America will buy their shit mm. more than they will buy. Americans will buy their own shit. Americans buy more foreign cars right now than they do domestic cars. You're damn right. But that's real. <laughs> These are, right. America, America invented the automobile. We shipped it around the world first. Now we're bringing in more foreign vehicles than we're selling them. These are all interly connected. And I agree with you, Estat. The real problem is the money doesn't trickle down. But the money's not trickling down because there's no reason for the money to trickle down. If I, the boss, made the decision to buy my products cheaper, my employee didn't make the decision, why am I going to give him a fucking raise for it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's up to the the government to do that. So if you have all the money circling up to the upper 1%, then you have to think about programs like redistribution of that wealth, right? So you tax these corporations, you tax these upper 1%, and then you provide them as services to the bottom half. Uh, <clears throat> but I think that's like just liberal like, dreams. Yeah, this is a liberal dream, like but liberal it's, like, it's, it's reality. This is what, that's what you have to do in order <laughs> to... Because Republicans just passed the tax plans. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah. and, but that, that's why that exacerbates that problem, right? Like, you keep, keep giving tax cuts to corporations, hoping that someday they're going to give people raises and they're going to give this money back to but the working man, but they're never happen. going to do it. They right? know that there's um, no hope. Esther, there's no hope. Esther, let, me count this, let me count this one more time. China has the largest 
middle class in the world right now. A middle class that did not exist 40 years ago. How? Because of the change in who produces. That is a major issue. All you need to look at is what China has become in the last 20 to 40 years, and look what America has become in the last 20 to 40 years. That beautiful middle class we used to glorify, they got that now. Wait, real quick. So, Adrian, basically, just to bring up to speed anybody who's a little lost, basically, are you saying that when you said, I'm, if I'm the boss and you decide to make your products cheaper and now your company is making more money, you don't, you saying, why would I, why should I pay um, my workers more? You said I wouldn't do, you wouldn't do that? Yes, because that's how rich people think. Rich people don't think that now, if now I listen, a decision, I, 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 I hear where, you, I hear where you're coming Korea from. And Hold on, hit, hold they're on. not going to give their lower guys a raise. That's literally what's happened in the last twenty years. Businessmen think they make the decision; they should get the raise. I think that I think that it, that's definitely true. But there's some companies that I will say, like in in our nowadays, like more newer, the same companies but newer CEOs. Like for example, I work with a company, Kicks USA. So um, the owner is actually Asian, right? Man done mm-hmm. drove cabs, done done everything under the sun to live the American dream. Don't know shit about sneakers, but got the budget. Found the right people. Turns it. Uh, found the right team of people. But long story short, he kind of makes it like family orientated. So where when the company starts winning, everybody starts winning. But that keeps everybody that they're they're growing like like army ants right now. As far as like how many stores they got they got like 60 stores in philly they got like 30 stores in jersey and they're about to open up another 30 stores here in new york but their budget is growing but i'm just saying that if if there were more ceos or more people's corporations kind of seeing that that these because everybody's floating around nobody's being loyal because they feel like the company is not valuing them but at the same time where it kicks usa i didn't see people go so you know what I'm saying? I just I think it, it, it's just the perception yeah, level think, of seeing add in, add growth in, one in different more thing areas. To thinking online sales are killing retail. Oh yeah. Oh that, yeah. Definitely. Stores are closing down. So now I'm Breaking the boss, down. and I don't even need to own stores to sell my product. It's yeah. a it's te- it's a multiple of factors affecting the same thing. Mm. And also, I would say Tyrell, um, like how long before he sells out to Foot Locker, or how long do he right. sells out to Nike? I mean, that's where, like, really that ends up, right? Yeah, Nike when he starts seeing store- retail, is not where it's at. Yeah, like, Nike's going to see that story. He's going to be like, oh, wow, you're doing really well. I'm going to offer, I'm gonna offer you $500 million for that. Exactly. He's going to take that in. They're going to fire all those workers, yep. and they're going to put it back in there. They so, have like- to offer more because they are they're, they they already made $100 million yeah, no, in no, sales. I just gave them something. That, that, I just threw out a number. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. I'm saying, I see what you're saying. And not only that, you got to think about it. All right, that's one guy who may have been touched. He may have been inspired enough to say, you know what? I'm doing well. Let those who have helped me build my establishment and build my wealth, let them do well also. There was another company, a CEO, who took a large pay cut to try to spread up. Yeah, yeah, I I heard that too. It it wasn't like a a, a retail kind of thing. This Mm. is more of a... A corporate atmosphere where these were all high high financial professionals. But he did that just to make... You know, so you'll have one or two guys who do that. Humanity. At the end of the day, (laughs) someone who's an entrepreneur, a CEO, a businessman, their main objective is... Money to increase profit, yeah. Increase Bottom line, profit yep. by any means necessary, yeah. So, if someone, comes I wouldn't to- say, look, I don't agree with their moral, their moral 
Morally, right. I think they're right. wrong. In theory, right? In but theory, morality right. is not how the world runs. It doesn't right. run on morality. Especially it runs business. on myth. Especially business. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. business. Maybe business is the bottom line. line. Maybe the business of the church. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think <laughs> that is I always. Don't even think, <laughs> I don't even right? think that's still bottom You know I'm not going to sell you dreams, bro. You know I'm not going to sell you dreams. Right. You know what I mean? But in theory, that would be... A utopian, yeah, you know, kind of. But so, society. how you don't do how you don't do business is the way Jared Kushner's been doing business. This man getting <laughs> oh. getting money like <laughs> he's, let, he's let in me, bed with everybody. Said, with everybody it's gonna go right. Just with, just just trust me. It's gonna go yeah, right. right. Something's gonna wrong. happen. Like this wrong. man over here. Let me go ahead. Granted, so th- that um six 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 Madison Avenue, where Park Avenue, whatever right, the right. case is, like uh, amazing spot. The motherfucker really don't have money to like. So it's uh, granted in however the business, however the loans are structured, that he was able to get approved, able to you know buy that. Let me tell you something. Yeah, that's textbook Mm. Trump. Mm, That's true. (laughs) That's true. That's that's textbook Trump. Right. You got so so they're reporting. We say that's that right. That's that. That's a good question. Yeah. (laughs) Is that like is that textbook? Like yeah. That's textbook Trump. Yeah, yeah. To over leverage yourself to make something really big and gaudy that you really can't afford. It's it's crazy too because Come like Taj his, Mahal, right? Oh. Yeah, like because <laughs> yeah. his um Jared Kushner's family was really wealthy off of um real estate. Real estate. But, what they were what doing does. what they were doing was they were buying these houses on, up in like New Jersey. Uh, so, historical side note: uh, the ex governor. Christie sent Jared Kushner's dad to jail. Oh, that's hilarious! That's a funny. Oh, that's a funny I, story I, I too. I didn't hear about that. Oh, this is like oh. years ago. This is something like years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. Um, that's why he wasn't in the campaign. Did you see the oh, whole time shit. when um, he was trying he to get in? Oh. Kushner pushed him out. No oh. way! Yeah, because he sent his dad to jail. Some retribution. Because his dad was doing <laughs> his dad was doing that business in New Jersey, and um, yeah, yeah, his um, Christie sent his dad to jail, and like you know, um, after that whole point, he was trying to get back his name, Jared Kushner. So he thought like what he could do is he could build that building 666 and oh shit yeah so he took out all these because lo- like that's not what they did you know what i'm saying like they had these little houses all the way around new jersey but like he cried it out to reclaim his name and obviously we see how it's working out yo did y'all where, hear that know? um that's why romney wasn't in uh why he wasn't like pre- um is it uh um he didn't have what's his name's job um exxon mobile ceo what's his name um Shit, what's his name? Rex Tillerson. Yeah. Romney was supposed to have Rex Tillerson's job. Right? And he was saying, never supposed to have that no, job. No, no, but no, he they said that he was supposed and was everybody was back everybody was backing him. But they're saying rumors having it is that um uh that Russia uh, Russia didn't like um didn't didn't like him, so or didn't like Romney, and they liked of course Rex Tillerson because he even got like Russia's highest medal of honor or some shit like that, whatever it may he got be. Got the medal of friendship. Exactly. So they liked they liked him. They liked uh, Rex Tillerson because they knew what this motherfucker was going to be able to do. Let's not do anything with sanctions or whatever the case is. So that's the what that's rumor, but they're saying that. I would Ro- also say though Romney that. was supposed to have that, and he almost had the nod, but then out of nowhere, Trump went with Rex Tillerson, somebody who didn't have any political like. You know, but also like crazy. Romney jumped on stage and made an hour long speech on why Trump shouldn't be president. I don't, I don't know. Was that before or after? That, that was before. Okay. I mean, like I don't, I don't that know. Was way before. Yeah, I don't oh, know yeah, if that was like that the nail in soul. the coffin. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Trump didn't like him. And now Romney's <laughs> running for a Senate seat in in Utah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. to screw Trump. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not. That might work out for him. <laughs> <laughs> but so they're saying. I hope not. <laughs> they're saying that uh, what's his name, Jared Kushner. So he met. He so he actually had. Um, uh, meetings with huge billionaire tycoons, and this is after, Kushner. We talking about this is yeah. Kushner, uh-huh. yeah. Going back to Kushner, yeah. So that after these meetings, 
he then gets these like multi mil four hundred five hundred million dollar um, loans, loans mm-hmm. that go back to the corporate go back to um, the Kushner family corporation, but under the subsidiary that he still is a part of and that he still gets. Um, money from like financial back right. all that shit so it's like oh they about yo, yo Mueller's looking into that ass boy yeah. I mean just like on another on another subject I mean people always get mad at black people for affirmative action but Kushner is like the the biggest form <laughs> of affirmative action hire poster child I mean like he didn't get into Harvard until they paid his way into Harvard you That's know what I'm true. saying like they gave him this big thing and all of a sudden he gets cause his in. dad cause his dad right yeah, before yeah, he went to jail yeah and then yeah. like you know he's married to Ivanka Trump so he gets to yeah. be in the white house and then like he just does stupid things like you you can't get a loan from china and the government like like they gonna find out about that like you know like like the fbi i like Like, i like that you did i like that i'm just you know like he's the biggest example of when people are like oh why do black people get there not on their merit like this this kushner just throw him out there like how does he get to be so what's y'all bet what's y'all john what's your bet that how long that you're gonna have Kushner in in the White House, knowing that his security clearance has been revoked, like he can't do shit. He can't be the House calligrapher. His wife is there, and she still has her clearance. No, she doesn't. I think. Oh, she lost hers too. I I don't think she. I don't. I didn't hear anything about her losing. I don't think she even has security clearance. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't know what what. Well, she may know what. Oh, she had. She had. She had a, a low level clearance status. She may not have gone high. I don't think anything happened yeah, to her. It was something. It was. It wasn't anything like she, Jared's. Yeah, she. Might, Jared knew she might, shit. Yeah. She might be able to stand by the mailbox <laughs> and see what mail is coming in. But, but go ahead with what you were just saying. Uh, no, I don't think he'll be there. Per, then again, with this Trump presidency, I don't know what, what I should believe. True. I don't think he should be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we much, knew that because much, he didn't much, have... Much longer than a few more months. That's the biggest thing. But if he's... Wait, he can't do he's shit. married to Ivanka. Yeah, he's like, not leaving until she leaves. Nah. And that's her dad. I get, so. I, I, I get that. And I know the American people are stupid. <laughs> but if you show that evidence of what he's doing mm. and you still allow him to be there in front of, these, in front of the American people... It's just crazy. Like that rationality that you have right there is. You know what? You know what proved that point the most was. Do you remember (laughs) when Saudi Arabia? Do you remember Saudi Arabia, one of the Middle East countries, were like, "Yeah," or I think it was Israel. We're like, "We rather deal with Jared." Oh yeah, that's how you knew he was not the man. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's how you knew he had some backdoor. He had something. He and he was saying, and they were saying that he's been the one who's been trying to get these backdoor communications with Trump, and he's going Mm -hmm. places, not not putting. And of course, let's go back to the beginning. He's put it. He's not um, telling um, you know the CIA and the FBI, the intelligence um, community about certain dealings that he's having, meetings that he's having. Oh, I'm sorry, I just forgot. Can we like not use the word backdoor? Like, because, like, he thinks he has, like, these top secret backdoor settings. Right, when right, really, right. like, we, we the Russians are like, hey, use this phone right, to right. talk to the president. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. In your backdoor. Intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, isn't that right. what Nunberg did? We like, too much credit. Isn't that what Nunberg did or some shit like that? Like, one of his, uh, somebody who got fired by, uh, by Trump that uh, he, that they um, were actually used. No. Why the is that? Stormy, Stormy Daniels um, attorney dude. Uh, yeah, like he name? like used like the what was it? He, he used a Trump email to send or whatever like, something about that to send um, the money to Stormy Daniels like somehow and it got back to yeah, like uh, he's using email. Venmo to do like top secret <laughs> things like oh I got I got this top secret clearance Venmo you got that Venmo yeah <laughs> you sent them the Venmo with the emojis, <laughs> with the emojis next to it showing what they sent. 
Christian over here getting payments from Russia for memo. Like they never gonna catch me. This is for coffee, wink, wink. Yes, thank you. Yeah, coffee, wink, wink. But meanwhile, it's like thousands of dollars and shit like that. Like nah, dude. Like you're really not. The avatar is like Putin. Like yo. But let's let's definitely uh let's let's mention because I mentioned Sam that dude um Sam Nunberg. Uh, who was the former uh, Trump campaign aide? This oh man, my God, number John. Did you hear about this dude no, this week? This man was trying to talk so spicy because Mueller. I'm trying to tell you, Mueller. Mueller however you pronounce his name, I know Mueller. 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 Thank you. So Mueller. Did you say that time? Mueller is Mueller for him. I'm like Mueller. Mueller. However, however you pronounce it. But this man is getting. So this man provided this dude Sam Number, who was a former. Trump a Trump campaign aide uh, provided him a subpoena. Well, not provide him, gave his ass a subpoena. This motherfucker goes on all like MSNBC, CNN, like talking about, oh no, I'm not good. And the biggest white privilege. Let me say this. He's like, oh, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not going on um, to the grand jury. He was like, if he, if they want me to testify, or if they want me to go there, I'll laugh it off. I'll make a bigger spectacle of it, like motherfucker. And and so he's on um, Ari Melbourne's um, on MSNBC. And Ari's like, yo, are you sure you want to do this? Like, people go to jail for less. Like, are you sure you don't want... Like, this is... Like, you're breaking a law if you right. do not testify or, or um, you know, actually accept the subpoena. And he's like, are you sure you want to go to jail? He's like, oh, I'll, when I go to jail, I'll laugh. Like, nah, those dudes in jail about to get that, that booty hole. Like, <laughs> you thinks Muhammad go- Ali. Right? Right? Like, you're not... Yeah. First of all, first of all, see him on CNN. That was the funniest one. Gay Tapper brought out a... And the lawyers talking to him, and it was like, "No, oh, we got him to jail. We got you breaking Where up." He's a like, "Fair, we got you breaking up just a little bit. We're gonna try and fix that." Like, yeah, he's still breaking up. Fair, we're gonna fair, we're gonna call you right, right back because I think we're breaking up. I'm gonna call you right back, but we're gonna keep talking about this. Um, but yeah, so so with this happening, the Sam Nunberg and all that stuff, he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna go to jail. I'm not gonna do this and things of that nature." But it's like biggest white privilege because, dude, like you need to respond to this, and if you if you don't want to do it in the affirmative, that's the door, and that door is jail, dude. Like that's where you're going. <laughs> Like, I, that's where you're going. I think Muller called him up and was like, spectacle. He was like, I'm going to arrest you 12 o'clock in the morning <laughs> with no cameras around. And I'm going to throw you in Guantanamo for six months. <laughs> and you can be a spectacle out there. <laughs> you can, you, if you want to laugh, you can go ahead and laugh at that. Laugh, but you're going to yeah. be in the back of the cop car with nobody talking to you. So, oh, wait, 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 what? <laughs> let me go over here and testify real quick. Let me let him know and what's so tell, going on. Like, let, let's see about, like, the, the talking about, like, the change and, and, like, not even really flip-flop or whatever the case is. But, um. Um, what's her name? Hope Hicks. Yeah. Just recently, not too long ago, uh, she she testified. She she testified. Apparently, nine hours uh, with with Mueller and um, talking about white lies. Like, oh, I tell. I, was I tell, it with Mueller? It was with the Senate Judiciary Committee. I'm, I'm, it was one of them. Was it? Yeah, the, it was the Senate. It was Senate, Senate okay. Intelligence Committee. Yeah. Um, awesome. We got him back. Sorry about that, y'all. We just had to get we had to get Pharaoh back. Pharaoh, go ahead and talk. Yo, can you hear me now? Yeah, we know we got you. I think it was on our side. My fault. Yeah, but what were you saying, really quick, about um about Sam Number? We were actually just going to go into Hope Hicks and in two seconds, but go well, ahead and, the, and finish that. When he went on Jake Tapper and Jake Tapper oh, brought a lawyer out, and the lawyers talking to him and like, no, you're going to go to jail. And he's like, oh, I can go to jail. <laughs> and you kind of see this dawn a revelation on his face. The reality set in. And he yeah. goes to talk to another reporter. 
And he's, I think I'm just going to give them the password. I just don't want to do it myself. You know, I don't want to have to go through all my emails. I have so many emails. I'm just going to give them my password and yeah. let them go through it themselves. Mm. That lawyer changed the whole thing. Changed, changed <laughs> up. He changed up he real was like, quick. Huh. <laughs> changed up real quick. Like, that's that's yeah. that's what it is. At the end of the day, he was, like, drunk. Like, they were asking him questions. They're like, yo, like, we they- smell some liquor <laughs> on your breath. Like, are you okay? <laughs> Because, like, nah, for real, like, he was, like, people were, like, what is going on here? Like, he was on TV all day just bugging out, yeah. like. And he, that's what I'm saying. He went on all of those different media, um, uh, MSNBC, CNN. He was, like, calling Trump out, like, fuck Trump. Like, not saying fuck Trump, but damn near saying right, that. Right. Like, yeah. And he said that Roger Stone was, like, his father, like, father figure. Yeah. And that he wasn't going to, like, so you got to, so, you know, like, Roger Stone is under investigation. Or it, it, I don't even know if they, uh, if, if, if he got uh, an indictment. I don't think. Roger Stone. It's not Roger Stone who got the indictment. No, no. You're thinking about um, you're thinking about the other dude who just went to jail. Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. Yeah. But like they were yeah. partners. Um. But yeah, like I think they have um brought him in for questioning Stone, but I don't think like they've like they invited him for anything yet. Yeah. Like, but they know that that's connection. That connection is like because they were they asked him in that subpoena, yeah, and they actually had it like Stone. we need Stone. Where do you have, and this is back into 2005, like specific, not specific dates, but we need you to talk about or give us everything that you have from January 1st of 2015 up until the present. Like, damn. And he, and he knows there's something in that communication that is about to fuck his ass up. And he's about to be another one, um, just like the other, the other guys who, who, are, who, um, come on, uh, who you'll see like a headline. Oh, he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, cooperating, cooperating. with, with Mueller. Or whatever, you know, like yeah, that's yeah. it's it's, it's gonna happen, just like Stepanopoulos and shit like that, right? <laughs> um, but I wanted to talk about quickly about gun control before we go into the philosophy corner. Mm. The Florida passing the gun control con, uh, gu, uh, bill for the gun control. Um, yes, they're still arming teachers, so basically to uh, to 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 appease the NRA. Um, but I didn't know the NRA was that fucking like powerful. Powerful, really. Like, I knew they had money. They have rich white people, tycoon-type money. But I didn't know they were, like, that powerful, like, talking about, like, one, um, there's a, what's her name? I actually have her, her name written down. One of the old CEOs of um, Miriam Hammer, this chick, like, mm. five five foot two, right? But, like, you better do something. Like, if you don't, if they don't, if they, if she doesn't, um, if you don't do what she tells you to do, She's either bringing you to court, she's 